0: Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. So much for joining us on Straight Out of Savannah. My guest, yesidi Davis, is joining us and she's going to share a little bit about who she is and then we'll get started and
1: we're going to have a blast. So thank you for joining us. Yassidi, take it away. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk about this. Um, I'm Yassidi Davis and I am the author of Black Church Girl Adjacent. I am also the owner of Get Your Bliss. Where I am an intimacy doula, which means that I help women to guide women into an improved sexual spiritual life by deconstructing and reconstructing their beliefs around sex, religion, and relationships. Ooh, I love that. That is powerful and so necessary.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because as we are going to talk about, Yesetti and I have a lot in common as far as you know being adjacent church girls, you know, we were born and raised and spoon fed, you know, the Bible and religion and all of that stuff. And, you know, and, and, and nothing is wrong with the Bible. So don't, don't, don't get it twisted. You know, we love God. The Bible is nothing wrong with the Bible. However, sometimes those beliefs can creep in there and just really ruin our lives. If you think about it in that way, you know, and, and so the fact that she. To help people to dispel those myths and to 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 get rid of all of those crazy ass beliefs that sometimes we can have is like amazing and powerful. So let's talk about your book and you got the cover. Share it.
1: Show it. Oh, yeah. Well, I have my proof copy, um, but that's the cover. That show the cover. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Love it. Oh, yes. <laughs> and it was so good, but I want you to talk about it and share and talk about, you know, what was the impetus behind writing that book? Because, you know, there's always a reason.
1: Um, well, Black Church Girl Adjacent is a mix of personal narratives and academic work, because I am a nerd for sure. Um but I also like things to be plain and applicable to life. So that's where the personal stories come in. They tie directly into each narrative. And I've always wanted to write books. And this is my first solo book. And I just wanted to put information out there for Black church girls and Black church girls adjacent so that they know somebody knows their story. And we have shared experiences and um it just gives insight to a lot of the things that I believe black church girls yes. ponder. And they may not voice it, but they're definitely thinking about it. Yes.
0: Because many times we don't, <laughs> well, you know, we're taught that. You know, we're taught not to question. Don't question, you know, don't question mm-hmm. God. Don't question, mm-hmm. you know. And that translated into don't question the pastor, <laughs> or the bishop
1: or whoever. That part, right? yeah.
0: So it's one of those things.
1: Yeah. And I grew up um Pentecostal. So yes, me um, too. <laughs> a lot of the, a lot of this is coming from that perspective. Yes. Um, and I know there are a lot of Black church girls who may be Baptists or some or another denomination, but those apostolic denominations, whole nother level. <laughs> you know, your church of God in Christ, your holiness, your full gospel. Ooh. Um <laughs> and Pentecostal. Yeah, a whole,
0: it's a whole. I was gonna say a whole to me is a whole nother level of control.
1: <laughs> yeah, a whole nother level of it's tight, but it's right, Pastor. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, Pastor. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's <laughs> so much you know, so much that we can unpack in this conversation because you know, just the fact that you know you were well. you were pk yes yeah yes see and that that makes that's a whole nother level <laughs> and then you know you more than likely were told that you know you had the gift you had a gift you know mm-hmm. ministry gift mm-hmm. that kind of, oh yeah what i what i found a lot of times in in church was i would go to different churches because i um was living in a place where I wasn't raised. So, you know, I had to, you know, form my own community and all that. And so we found, we went to different churches, a few of them, until we found one that we liked, you know, and I raised my kids and mostly and stuff like that. And um what I found in a lot of churches is we would go and they would say stuff like, oh, you got the gift, you know, you got a gift, you know, you you got a prophetic gift and da-da-da-da. But then they would do stuff like instead of helping you to nurture that and see you know how you can you know be that type of guide a lot of times they would they would like sit you down and you know do all these things and stuff and and lord if you ever did anything that they thought was wrong my god yeah you can't you can't participate in the thing and then i, I read in your book where you were talking about a time with the tithing thing But mm-hmm. you know you're not Tithing, you know, giving your 10% in your offerings, you can't participate in ministry. You Uh you can't, you can't, you can't be a church uh uh, leader, or you can't, you know, do the Bible studies and you can't, you know, you can't no, you can't do that. You can't work the the the, um the altar, none of that, you know. But then what happens when you need some help, you know? When you need help. Yeah. Who is there for you? Yeah. All of the things, <laughs> so when you when you treated that in the book, I was like, "Oh my God, oh my God <laughs> hey, put it out there <laughs> you did because I thought about you know all the times that we gave and gave what's what's the same? give till it, uh-huh.
1: exactly. til it hurts yep, give until it hurts. If it doesn't hurt, then you're not giving enough, right, yeah those things <laughs>
0: uh-huh. and you're like and it's like so many people like lost houses and different things like that and I'm like no I'm not doing that
1: yeah it's, it's it's a little crazy
0: yeah it's almost like they they just send common sense out the window
1: uh-huh.
0: you know I mean uh, you, you can be in your a-
1: flesh if you that's if right. You want to um, take care of your family first. Yeah, you
0: you all the in the flesh, girl. You in you the flesh. What? Why are you gonna feed them children?
1: <laughs> no, Trust the best. Mm. <laughs> all of
0: the things. All of the things. All of the things. It's like, man, what really is? What really is this? You know, <laughs> and it's it's. <laughs> so when I when I started reading and going through your book, I was like, man, this girl right here. I laugh. I said I could write this. I said because that was like so real. Just you know the because to be honest, when I think about it now, it's almost like it was a manipulation thing.
1: You know, for oh, all Yeah, definitely. You are told um, specifically with the with the tithing. You know, if you don't pay your tithes, then you'll be cursed.
0: Yeah, God's not gonna bless you.
1: God so won't bless you if you're not paying your tithes. Um, mm-hmm. You won't be able to to take care of your needs if you're not paying your tithes. You're you're going to hell if you don't pay your tithes because that's mm-hmm. something that you have to do. It's a sin not to do it. Right. So, yeah. So you have people who pay tithes, then they give an offering um, because tithes and offering are not the same thing. They're two separate things. Right. So... You have quite a bit of exactly. money going to the church a lot of the times, and some people are putting that money into the church, and their households are suffering, and they're yes. doing their best to trust God. And it's like, yeah, but my lights off.
0: <laughs> right. Trust God, but look, my I can't off. read the Bible because my lights off. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know? <laughs> so many things it's like mm-hmm. oh my god uh, you almost wonder i used to i used to think about this i said do they have like a book that they go get all these things from <laughs> because it's almost it's so universal
1: a lot of it they it it's like there are scriptures it's like you can take the scriptures the and the verses to support whatever your stance is on anything really so yeah. a lot of the times it's like, I see what the pastor's saying and it's written here in black and white, but I don't know if this delivery and interpretation is, is what it is, you know, cause I can see what they're saying. I'm reading right along, but mm-hmm. how does that apply to my life today?
0: Well, you, and you know, they, a lot of times they take out one scripture,
1: like, yeah, they, you know, they, they, the like
0: that scripture Right, like mm-hmm. the scripture about um a woman is not supposed to wear a man's apparel. Deuteronomy twenty two. didn't. <laughs> I was gonna say the thing is, is you know, back in those days, they all wore dresses. Everybody. Yeah. So what were they talking about? You see what I'm saying? So when, yeah. you, when you look at it, you're like, now that now now they God does say, read the Bible in spirit and in truth, and I think a lot of times they miss the spirit part.
1: because it's all about you know the the context of what is being said the audience yes yes um, and the times you know yes yes but yeah like the, like the know, woman so not denomination they stand firmly on deuteronomy 22 and 5 and so oh therefore God. that one scripture is a whole doctrine around women not being able to wear pants yeah see and that that i i can't even
0: lie that kind of stuff would have driven me away you know because it was so hard yeah no and then the thing with wearing the thing on the head and all that. Oh, my God. I was like, no, 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 um,
1: my aunts, they were old school Pentecostal with the white doilies on their yep. head. Yeah, so I, I've seen that in real life. By the time yeah. I came and got saved, that wasn't really a thing anymore. But my, my aunts were old school Pentecostal like that. I I have very vivid memories of them getting their little footwork in, getting their little shout on, their little praise on, their little thing on top of the head. Yes. And my grandmother wore them too. You remember this? Yes, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We used to sit back there. We could mimic everybody, all of the mothers, you know, in the church. We knew how to shout just like them.
0: Yeah, we used to do (laughs) that, You know, this is so and so. She jump up and down, and she shot like this. You know, the yes. other one, you know, this one, this one, she gonna fall out. Five, four, Ooh, three, two, two,
1: one. Countdown.
0: We move. She don't even need to be touched.
1: <laughs> like you know, gorgeous water white sheet, cause mother so and so is gonna go down. <laughs> <laughs> throw
0: the sheet. Throw the sheet. <laughs> Remember those things. Yeah. It really was entertaining if you think about it, because it really was funny. And we would it do was it. So
1: entertaining, especially as you know, as kids, you know, little little heathens, because we was not <laughs> saved, you know. It was that it was very entertaining.
0: It was. How you remember? I said
1: we were we would be playing church in the backyard. See, that's how <laughs> you know you are a black church girl. You play church. We play <laughs> church me and my cousins and there was so many of us we had enough to have a congregation a choir and the preacher and something because that's how many of us it was that's, that's <laughs> yes. how we play we playing church you, you know think about that yeah, really yeah that would be really good yeah and you know what you probably you
0: probably go viral because so many people will remember that because that 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 was the thing. It was like, you know, thing. you played, and and then
1: uh, did did y'all used to tarry? <laughs> Sis, listen. Yes, in the in the in the Pentecostal church that I grew up in, in my hometown, they used to have tarrying services. Yeah. Look, I went to tearing service only to see, you know, the boys who were coming to tearing service. I'm not going to for the Holy Ghost, but you know, right. you have you have the older saints coming around and they're praying mm-hmm. and stuff, and I used to be on my knees, look, I'm just like speaking. He's being so, you in the back of the head. <laughs> I'm just going to spit a little bit so they think I'm purging, right? Yes. <laughs> and I don't know, stammer, say a few stammering words. What are you trying to do? I'm just trying. To, I'm, just trying to, I'm trying to look at the old boy over here. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even Dallas, you got to. You ain't let me go to the and service and my and my little boyfriend and show up. And I'm now I'm stuck.
0: No, that's right. <laughs> he was supposed to be coming. I came for him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the things. It was so. Oh Lord, you think yeah, about it's like
1: man. So yeah, yeah, I know an service.
0: And it's so amazing because you think about like, I think about it like this. I'm like, so they brought us over here and then they pushed this religion on us and said, oh, well, you know, and they used it to marginalize us. Is that a good word? And they used it to control uh-uh.
1: and manipulate.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we continue to do it. I mean, it's like mm-hmm, uh-huh. it's a I don't know about you, but I, I started getting to the place where I was like, and for me, it happened um when I started getting divorced from my first mm-hmm. husband because that the way that I was treated in my church that I went to for almost a decade, I was like, is this how people who love you
1: treat you? Yes. Because you know, they the, they you know depending on what they say they're they're expressing their love by correcting you, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But you don't uh, live in
0: my house and you don't know what I've been yeah, through. You don't know what the deal is, You're right? Because I don't share that. You know, you, you know we hide stuff, and that's another thing that I notice in religion. Everybody hides stuff.
1: Oh yeah.
0: You don't know what's going on with people, really. I mean, you come out and everybody. I never forget. We were <laughs> we, we would be cussing each other out on the way to church. <clears throat> and then we'd get to church and he would grab my hand and we'd walk into church, our kids, you know, and he would say, you're ready. Right. well, praise the Lord. Well, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord.
1: Yeah. There. You go sit out. Like y'all you know, just wasn't going at it. And, you know, first of all, giving out the guy, yada, yada, yada. in my, yeah. my lovely wife, of my, life, my family, oh my gosh. Yeah the bishop in his absence oh, the yeah. standard testimony intro. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you should do a TikTok with that. Oh my gosh.
0: First giving honor to God. And then the bishop in his absence. And then the pastor emeritus. And then the first lady. <laughs> and all the seats. Okay.
1: Yeah, all the ministers on the roster. All uh, the saints. I just want to thank God for being saved yet one more day. Because the <laughs> Holy Ghost will keep you if you want to be kept. you want to be kept. <laughs> I love it. He'll <laughs> keep you if you
0: want to be kept. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And you know what's wild? When I was little, I was like, well, what does that even mean? What does that mean? <laughs> you know? And nobody can really tell me what it meant because I, I was that kid that would just ask questions all the time and they would sometimes they just
1: ignored me you know <laughs> they, had answers, so they, you. they didn't have them they'd be like I said well what does that even mean yeah, keep yeah. It, if you want to be kept, <laughs> you, be kept. And, you know even as an adult I was like well shoot I guess I don't want to be kept because I'm out here struggling <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> I can't get right. And I keep trying to get right.
0: Mm-hmm. You know. Can't be kept, because I don't even know what that is.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I got the Holy Ghost the evidence that's speaking in tongues, but I can't get myself together. A, the power ain't working. What's happening? Right. Oh, you know I what it is. Out you're you're health, not paying so. your tithes. <laughs>
0: you're not paying your tithes. That's what it is. <laughs> and you're, and you're, and what they say you're... Um, your bag
1: got a hole in it. <laughs> yes, my daddy said it all the time, "Gotta put a hole in your bag." And I was like, she's "My like bag never been full to start with." You know what I'm saying? I don't
0: remember it being full, so you know, <laughs> how's that gonna make a difference?
1: Like,
0: but the thing, thing is, God the thing is, because I ain't got The yeah. thing is, is I, I mean, why? Do we still do this? You know what I mean. It's like, why do people still subscribe to that, even though they know that God is so much bigger and so much huger, and He's actually
1: He actually is a um, healer. I think just tradition and uh, you know. and fear of hell for what they believe is the truth <laughs> that has been passed down to them. You know. Yes,
0: I agree yeah. with that. Because it's like, I think sometimes people feel like, or let me ask you this question. Do you feel like people just stay stuck in that place just because, you know, mom and them did it and daddy and them did it and granddaddy and all these people and all yeah.
1: that? Yeah, definitely. I think that's that's a thing, you know. My mama was Baptist, grandma was a Baptist, daddy was Baptist or whatever the denomination. So That's what I'm going to be. Um, cause they know what's right, and um, and then there's also, but if they were wrong, I don't want to. I'm gonna be wrong too, because as far as I know, they gone on the glory, cause they live the life. So it's a fear of. Uh, I'd rather be miserable than 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 to miss heaven. Yeah, that's the back whole to thing. That. That's the whole thing. You want to make and heaven your so goal.
0: That's what I was gonna say. And there's so much of that. I mean, what about like right now, what we're doing? I mean, why why we gotta wait to heaven? I mean, you I can't can, get my prosperity. You, you
1: out here. Right now, sis, if, if you live, right? If you let it, if you let the Holy Ghost keep you. You gotta
0: wanna be kept.
1: You gotta wanna be kept. You know?
0: Oh my God. I always used to used to wonder about that because it's like, man, you know, cause I I admired my grandmother and how she lived, and she lived completely by faith. She was a faith walker woman. I mean, and I think I thank God every day that she was my grandmother, you know, because she she wasn't um in that space where she was so rigid. Matter of fact, she was she was seeking, and I, I saw that when I look back now, and sometimes she has come to me and shared some things. And I saw that because she was seeking. She started like diving into Abraham Hicks and okay. um, Louise Hay and Wayne Dyer, all these people. But she was yeah. basically a Pentecostal preacher. Um, but she started diving into that. And she started There's trying to bring it. You know, <laughs> trying to bring it. Because she saw that and she like even, she gave all of us copies of Louise Hay's book okay. years ago. Matter of fact, I have given that book to to different people. <laughs> I've given that book three or four times. I I got it from her and I gave that copy to somebody that needed it, and then I bought another one and I gave that copy to somebody else. Yeah. So you know I I can see that, but I thought you know how do we how do we move the needle so that people can realize that you know sometimes they talk about oh we're gonna take God out of the box, but I think they put him back in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God is is definitely put in a box um, mm-hmm. in the church world. If you get a little too radical with it, then you um, let the devil take over. I remember um, in the late '90s when Kirk Franklin put out "Stomp." Mm-hmm. Oh church God. Was in a frenzy because you know before that he was doing like Kirk Franklin and the and the family he was wholesome. You got your silver and gold. You got David and Tamela Man. Mm-hmm. and then here he comes with Stone with Salt and Pepper, which was amazing. Listen, Clutch the Pearls. The Saints was in an uproar, okay, because that was yeah. just too early. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't get put God take God from his space and put him in a worldly space and um kirk franklin's stuff was too worldly and he just kept going on and getting further and further away from god as as the years passed but i remember sitting in church and and um people talking about that like there was um there was that was a a whole last wouldn't allow their kids to listen to kirk franklin anymore because he had got too worldly
0: was getting ready to say that was the whole last thing but the thing is is you know what
1: kirk did he brought the young people in yeah and that was there was that was sermons like you don't need gimmicks to bring in the young people yeah i heard all sitting up in there in, in church they let kirk franklin have it okay well
0: now they on beyonce
1: <laughs> listen i feel like the universe delivered me that song me too because i heard it like um a couple of weeks after my book dropped that was like beyonce you gave me a song girl church girl and yeah the saints the saints is upset about that some of the saints oh girl and they, they, me, they 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 making youtube videos and stuff yes and
0: to me it makes so much sense and tiktok it is, I'm t- child please every time i see see them things sometimes i look at it just to see what they're saying. But most of the time, I just roll on through it because I'm like, "Leave,
1: stop bothering people. Ain't nothing wrong with that girl." Yeah, and church <laughs> girls are doing everything that she say, or they want to. They want to be able to live their lives, but you already know. But you can't because it's it's so restricting. Like you might want to, you know, twerk a little bit, but you, know, you can't because then you're sitting because you're trying to be like the world. Look. I was gonna say, like, or the devil's using you. The devil is using you, like, <laughs> like I didn't. I went to. I, I have a bachelor's degree, and I, you know, back back then, you had to be on campus if you wanted a degree. You know, it wasn't no online stuff. I don't. I didn't have the the college experience. I didn't have that because I was trying to avoid hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I didn't go. I didn't go to parties. You didn't party? You didn't go to frat parties and sorority parties. parties? I was oh, trying to. Oh when you are Pentecostal, what do you mean? party? That's what the world does. Like yeah, you, you, you couldn't, you couldn't. You couldn't listen to secular music because that's what the world does. And I, yeah, now, no. that was a struggle for me because I love some music, honey. I, me too. Like, I don't want to give my Jodeci. Oh, boy. I couldn't. You know what,
0: when I graduated from high school, I told God, I said, now, I'm not doing this no more. I said, because I done been to church, and and I'm sure you could pull a file out, and pull out Wednesday, and I was there. You could pull a file out and pull out Friday, and I was there. You could pull out Sunday, and I was there. (laughs) <laughs> you know, Monday prayer service or some other thing and some other yeah. meeting and there's always something. Yeah. And there's I, so I told something. God, I said, Fire practice. Um, usher practice song. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I already did that. I've been there and done that. I'm yeah. good. I love you, but I'm not doing that. No more. <laughs> so right. Yeah. I,
1: I didn't have the, I didn't have the college experience that I would have liked to have. Yeah. I, uh, I did not play the sorority. Um, I wanted to real bad and my my best friend we actually met at the church that I went to in college. And um, we we're still best friends. Oh,
0: and that's we, awesome. always, Girl, that's good. we
1: always laugh because I want to be in a sorority and so did she and we had talked to the pastor and the pastor was like, "Why? Why you want to do that? You are already part of the elite." you know what
0: it was to, he, you know, the, he didn't he want elect,
1: y'all to you know. he didn't want to lose y'all money listen
0: we were just trying <laughs> you know to be you pay for that
1: stuff? adults and be college students and do the things and he told us basically we was already in the sorority the sorority of the elect and we were like yeah but the elect, the elect ain't strutting or going to parties even though sororities are like Martin that. Luther
0: King was an alpha yeah Wait, Dr.
1: Martin Luther King was an alpha? Yeah, so neither one of us pledged. Mm-hmm. And we laugh about it now, but back then, it was just like, can't do nothing. can't do nothing. And that's, that's how they lose the kids. You know? And, that's how and they lose we them. Were, you know, we were 19, you know, 20, 20-somethings. On campus. That's how without they without lose all, them. With our long skirts and plain faces and came not oh, Jesus. Me no makeup uh, your, your skirt your skirt has has to be the appropriate length for it yeah. to be modest mm-hmm. yeah. it needs to be yes. some inches below your knee because you have to account for it rise and go sit, sit down because mm-hmm. what you don't want to happen is for the, the church mother to come over there with that cloth to cover your knees because now you, you know <laughs> now you're, you know, you're too short. See, the church wanted to do that came in through the girl threw a cloth on the girl and oh right over their knees look it used to be a ritual for the young ladies there at, at the church when i was um in college and you know trying to come to myself like it was a whole thing before you go to church you got to put on your clothes stand with your blinds open and see if the sun's gonna shine and see through the skirt. because if you can see through it now you got to put on a slip and then if stuff jiggling too much now you gotta put on you gotta put on the girl or you got to you you gotta dance around your room a little bit get your praise on your room make sure stuff ain't bouncing (laughs) like yeah it's a whole thing because you don't want you don't want to distract the men folk with your body
0: and especially not the pastor
1: you know so it's, it's by the time you get to church you're already gonna you already gonna praise the lord and you tired jumping around <laughs> <laughs> you are worn out you are done no more honey listen i don't care if you can see through it whatever you can't pay me to put a slip on i, I hated them then and i hate them now
0: yeah, I only own a few, but I they're like buried in my drawer somewhere because I never, ever, ever put them on.
1: Let's <laughs> like, sale slips in Walmart.
0: Hey. You want to say, well, what is the, even the point of it?
1: Uh, girl. What's the point? So yeah, let's, make sure let's. Your splits are sewn up or pinned up. It was just good. God, really? I go so what, what
0: is it that you are moving toward now so like as you go um this book is amazing i love it as you go are you looking into um doing more speaking are you looking into writing more books or what what is on your agenda for the future
1: so um i definitely want to do speaking engagements i definitely want to work with with church girls you know and i i already do that um, as a doula because uh, most of my clients are church girls or church girls adjacent and I I love doing that. Helping oh, them, man. helping guide them into letting them know, hey, if you want to love God, do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to have sex, do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, just helping to guide them to saying that you can have it all you can have god and a life and you can have i have have i've worked with women who um were so indoctrinated with religion around sex that they believe certain uh, sexual acts are sin um even if you're married wow Even if you're, even if you're married and you have oral sex, and,
0: and, yeah. and they forgot about the marriage bed is undefiled.
1: They didn't forget about it, but the way they were taught, there's ways to def- to defile it. You know, such well, as if you think society.
0: about it, that's a whole patriarchy thing. Say it again. Okay, whole patriarchy thing. So, because mm-hmm. they don't tell a man he can not do what he want to do.
1: Well. I have heard some pastors do it both ways. Like as, as far as the example I use with oral sex, that like, it's just a no. You don't do that because that's part of the homosexual agenda. See that look on your face? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I really do help women to reconstruct and re um, to deconstruct and reconstruct those beliefs around sex, religion, and relationships. Um... And I can see
0: the see the glowing on your face when you talk about it.
1: I do. I love it when they when they have their breakthrough. Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm still a test girl on the foundation. I know about some breakthroughs mm-hmm. um, where they can have. That liberation and that freedom to be like, I know for myself, regardless of what you say, that the God I serve also loves me. And I can do this and this and this. I can also be free. Because my experience and the experience of others is that they are so severely bound by the word that is supposed to free them. Yeah. Because we hear it over and over and over that the word of God frees you. And I was in there, choked out. <laughs> but then when you sit in there and you know you're choking, you be like, okay, I ain't praying enough. I ain't fasting enough. I'm in my flesh. It's me, it's me, it's me. No, baby. Look, it's not maybe me. I need to
0: give a big offering
1: or something. I ain't doing something right. Let me, because I am choking, you know. And I don't, while I don't identify as Christian anymore, a lot of my clients do. I'm not against that. Believe whatever you believe. If you want to adopt, A a religion, fine, I don't don't have an issue with that. My issue is when it's causing harm. Yes. And I see it all the time. And for church girls, I can recognize uh, the post-stress church disorder, post-PTSD, (laughs) post-traumatic stress disorder, but I say PTSD. CD post traumatic church disorder. Yeah, so if I can recognize I it, I like and that. You should, it. <laughs> you should coin it. You should I'll trademark talk a little it. bit about that in the in my next book. But it's a it's a real thing because um, if you decide that leaving church and a lot of the doctrine is is what's right for you, you still have this fear, you know, and you're letting yes. go everything that you been taught everything that you believe and you're renegotiating what's for you and but you still have this fear and you know sometimes you you may get caught unawares and something triggers you and it's like oh my gosh maybe I should go back to church because I don't want to go to hell so it's so it's
0: it's it's like a to me it feels like um when Moses brought the people out of Egypt and then they wanted to go back because Mm -hmm. at least in egypt we have food we didn't have to eat this man of shit you know yeah in egypt we have food you know yeah Yeah, we were slaves but you know at least we had houses and blah 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 blah, blah. but Mm -hmm. do you find that a lot of people are there where you know they just want to go back to egypt
1: yeah because just out of fear even though there were some good things that Egypt supplied to them. Most of it was just them being bound, but at least they knew they was going to be bound. and what was coming next? <laughs> when you when you leave <laughs> Egypt, you out here, you don't really know what's happening. you kind of on your own. And that's the yes. thing about leaving church is I know for me and a lot of others, you are not really taught to cultivate your intuition. You're only supposed to listen to the, the Holy Ghost. That's your guide. Mm-hmm. And so you leave that, then you automatically think you have no guide. You just out here uncovered and naked because you have no spiritual covering. <laughs> <anywhere>. <laughs> because I yeah. feel it's this so intimately. It's a, it's it's a thing.
0: Yeah. It, it's it, like, and you, so, so you're right. They scare you so bad that you like oh my god i'm out here i don't i don't have a church you know because people ask me all the time well where do you go to church? church i said yeah where you church i said um i go to the church of the living god and they said where's that I said, right here in my heart <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. i said then that's I what think. i go to and you know what's what's oh, wow. wild is that was the name, name of our church back at home that i grew up in a little bit
1: Um the one I grew up in as a kid was called Church of the Living God too. It had a much longer name, but the short name was Church of the Living God. Of course there's all these other things (laughs) and stuff in your Yeah. So uh, I I just I wanna liberate people. Yes. Yes. It was this, this prophetess that came to the church I attended in college and she told me. She said you have the power to set men free and I remember ma'am why you had to say that because these people already look at me like I'm a hoe. <laughs> why do you have to say anything to me about dealing with men? I don't need this drama in my life. I'm good. <laughs> Take it back. But you know that's taking it in the literal sense but I've always been a a freedom, a freedom fighter, so to speak. And that's probably yes. why I was always in trouble at church because I'd be like, but see, what about? That's also exactly. of like I couldn't get right because I asked questions and it didn't feel free for me. Yeah. You know, and, and my daddy used to say, well, salvation is free, but eternal life costs. It costs you, you know, maybe your family... It costs you giving up the world of seeing and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I like a little siny seeing, sin, sin, but some stuff I don't really think is sin. Like, if I want to wear my earrings, I don't think that's sin. But okay, let me try to conform. I was
0: getting ready to say the, the earrings and then the lips, lipstick, and the makeup. You know, because yeah. people paint their face. And I, I never could understand <laughs> that. I was yeah. like, why did the church want women to look ugly?
1: <laughs> Just <laughs> that's look what plain. I asked when I was. Because <laughs> you know, and 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 as uh, you know, a young adult, especially in college, I was just like, oh, this is because I knew this was supposed to be the time when I discover who I really am and try all yes. the things. Mm-hmm. Then do not. Yeah didn't do none of that because I was trying to be saved because I was brought up in Pentecostal ways but Mm -hmm. I didn't adopt them I was trying I was not trying to hear that in high school you know you going to do what (laughs) nope I think I'm gonna chance it I'm gonna chance hell every day I get up because I don't want to live this life it's a little too tight for me and um in college what you mean it wasn't tight and right (laughs) in college I was like well let me get some fire insurance I don't want to go to hell, so you,
0: you know. Can't it, you put on can't, your gasoline drawers?
1: Yeah, listen, I can't say that all those years I was motivated by love of, for God. I was motivated by fear of hell. That's two different yeah. things.
0: And see, that's that's what they push so much. It's like I asked my laugh, and I said, "We always was stomping on the devil's head and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and everything was the devil." And and it's mm-hmm. like okay, well, well, what about God? What does God say? Where is he in all of this? The devil gets, you know, in, in the devil. Mm-hmm. Lots of credit. And I, I could never understand that. And I, I was a child, I would ask questions. And like I said, you know, they would either ignore me. <laughs> you know, and,
1: you know and I and I people ask. testify, they giving devil the devil credit. You know, the devil's trying to make me late this morning by having me oversleep. they be testifying. But I'm like, I thought you said God's only Wake you up every morning. Tell so the devil outpowered God and made you oversleep. Like, oh, I'm confused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, it was, it was,
1: the, it
0: was, it was the little things. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Small foxes spoil the vine. <laughs> small foxes for the vine. This is. It's like little things. Like, how does that even?
1: that go together you know? yeah, the Bible gets <laughs> lots of credit and um uh, uh seeing gets lots of credit especially in oh, some yeah, sin. in the Pentecostal, code churches it's like and if you get somebody up there that talks about the love of God then it's like ain't you know hellfire and brimstone this week uh-uh, you, don't <laughs> you don't preach hard enough look you ain't going <laughs> to hell this week <laughs> it's like People, if you give a soft message then people don't like that because you they're conditioned to to take the the boulders thrown at them every week, you know. So, and after a while, it's like I, used to, a, life, I you know. used to wake up and be like, "Let's go see how many ways I'm going to hell today." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, uh, it's, a red, um, it's a it's a like. Um, the church that I used to go to in college, they sometimes they uh, somebody will go live, and, and I went there over over ten years, over a decade of my life, and I can just press, you know, so I can hear the sound, and I can still word for word preach right along with whoever is preaching because I know what they're gonna say. It's the same thing from when I was twenty.
0: Yeah, they have
1: templates. going to hell. Going to hell. So this, this, and that person is going to hell. Like word for word. And um, I have a friend who didn't believe me. I said, okay, watch this. I pressed play and I was just going on along. You would you would thought I had some notes or something from the from the person <laughs> preaching. No, I just I'm a church girl and I was uh in that particular church, I was there a long time. I know what they stand on, and I know what they're gonna preach.
0: That's scandalous
1: it's like it, it's like
0: they have a template yeah okay so today we're going to talk about how many ways you can go to hell and then yeah. tomorrow we're going to talk about tithing next we're going to talk about tithing because you know you got to leave all the tithes in the storehouse you know so that you know so god that there'll can be have meat in have in mm-hmm. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: oh my god this has been a blast i've enjoyed you so much this has been amazing so we're going to have to wrap up what um, to share with the people, how they can get in touch with you. And if you have anything going on, like, you know, a program that you're doing or, you know, uh, sessions that you're offering um, share that kind of stuff with the people.
1: Okay. So you can find me on Instagram. I'm not super active, except in my DMs. So slide in my DMs <laughs> on Instagram at get your list. and um, you can find me on Facebook under my name, Yasside A. Davis. And you can find my book, Black Church Girl Adjacent, on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Goodreads, and all those places. And my next book is set for a tentative drop in February um, with a working title of Nectar, Ambrosia and Honey. Ooh. I like (laughs) that already.
0: Next (laughs) is immersion and honey.
1: Yes, and that is going to be about how do I reconcile my sexuality and my spirituality? Mm. You know, um, getting that is beautiful. Your neck flow. You're a church girl, but you you Mm -hmm. ain't trying to be stuffy. You know. So, I love that.
0: I love it. I love the concept. I like the title. I, I'm, I'm I'm in. I can't wait. <laughs> Look, I'll man. get my copy. <laughs>
1: I'm really, really excited about that as well. It kind of picks up where, where Black Church Girl left off. The last chapter in Black Church Girl is talking about where I am right now and pleasure being my religion. Um and so nectar will kind of pick up from there.
0: Oh wow, that's gonna be. that I like that already. That's gonna be amazing. I'm yeah, so
1: excited really for you. My religion. I understand. That's, that's what I'm. That's what I chase. You know, if I don't chase it. I attract it. I never did yes. understand the song chasing after God, but because I'm like, yeah. I don't want to run. And if I got to chase God, the thing is, why must you chase him? Like, he's, he's already there. Why yeah. chase? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, mean, I run away. I got yeah. you. But um, so yeah, that's my next book, and I'm working on um Turning Black Church Girl into a podcast as well, and um, I do offer one. Okay, on I'm one. ready. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I do offer one-on-one sessions um, to women. Well, I have worked with some men and some couples, um, but I do offer one-on-one sessions as an intimacy doula to help people deconstruct and reconstruct their beliefs around sex, sexuality, and religion.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, you guys, it's been a blast. We have had so much fun. Um, say your name. Yes, C-Day. day day and I have had so much fun. This has been a <laughs> blast. <laughs> I hope that you've enjoyed us as well. If you are a church girl, especially a black church girl, you will understand this conversation for sure. Really, any kind of church girl, pretty much you understand it if you were raised upon, among the constructs of religion. And yeah, and so, so we're super excited to do this show. And I can't wait for her podcast to come through because that's going to be <laughs> I cannot wait. It's going to be so good. Yeah. But look out for her next book. That's going to be fabulous. And I'm if you so haven't excited. gotten it, i was going to say if you hadn't gotten the black church girl adjacent grab that too because it's a short read but it takes it's not a quick read to me it took me time to deconstruct a little bit as i went because there were some things that happened in there that gave me some triggers <laughs> so i was like
1: yeah okay, let know, me you know i say that um it wasn't triggering in a bad way but they no. Been it wasn't bad own deconstructing um journey for like two years and so they just have to read it in a bit, digest yes. it, see how that is reflecting in their lives and all of yes. that so, Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. So so if you're on that journey, this will be a good book. Definitely. Because it definitely, it definitely helped. <laughs> and like I said, she was right. It it didn't trigger in a bad way. It just triggered in a way that made me look, you know, at some of the mm-hmm. things. And so yeah. And so that was that was fabulous for me. So thank you. Yes, for joining Yesterday, for joining mm-hmm. me today. And thank y'all for watching and listening as well. You know, my Southern girl comes out. <laughs> but thank y'all for watching and listening um, to us on Straight Out of Savannah. So if you are in a place where you are changing the planet and you're doing things and you want to come on straight out of Savannah and talk about it, then send me a message wherever you're listening to this on. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Breaker, Google, Apple, all these places, um, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, all of those places you can listen to this show. And you can watch it on YouTube and you can also watch it on MupoEntertainment.com. So again, thank you so much for joining me. Um, thank you for joining us on Straight Outta Savannah. Bye now. Bye.
1: I know you've been blown away with the amazing valley here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it on Straight Outta Savannah, Talking With Tammy.
0: And I know that since you've listened to this amazing broadcast, that you would love to come and join me in my six-week program, Limitless. We're going to be talking all about our chakras. We're going to be talking about spiritual gifts, sacred archetypes. We're going to be becoming the people that we want to become. So if that is something that you are looking for, if you are new on your spiritual journey or you are coming from religion to spirituality, then join me. Six weeks, Limitless. I cannot wait. So reach out to me either on this platform or you can email me. I would love to talk to you. And if you don't want to do six weeks, I have one-to-one healing sessions as well as I actually do angel oracle card readings as well. So if that's something that you would love, reach out to me. Send me a message on this platform or on my email. Thank you so much for joining. Bye now.